0: Hi, this is Adam Corolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo.
1: This is Corolla Digital.
2: Hey everyone, hi, hello, it is me, Allison. I'm sitting here with three-time guest Dave Damoshek. I did it! Am I the first one ever? You are almost the first Ah. one. It's very rarefied air, though.
3: Who else has been on three times?
1: Greg Proops. He's the first one to ever be on three studio shows.
2: That is true. And... Yes, you're right because Greg Proops was on Studio. Don't Live. know the name. Studio, not familiar. Okay, Pete Holmes.
3: Nope, never heard. Three of Three different
2: him. locations. Is there anyone else?
3: I'm pretty sure that's it. I think mean... you're
2: the third in this special three club.
3: Can I tell you something? I just uh, it was a it was. It was well-intentioned, but it didn't go so well. The MTV Movie Awards, I went out to the red carpet for the NFL to mm-hmm. try and catch up with uh, with some of the teeny boppers' favorites. And in fact, they it was a weird uh, bait and switch. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago on the Corolla show proper. Um, they, they MTV did the whole bait and switch. There were plenty of celebrities there, but none of them stopped to talk except for the MTV show people. Like Teen Wolf is a show on MTV now and uh, apparently it has very little if if nothing to do with the classic – 80s uh, team, Michael wolf. J. Fox, yeah. and or Jason. I don't think Bateman. it. I don't think it. it it's the no, same I think level. This of is mirth.
1: more Gossip Girl with a werewolf.
3: Yeah. Why do they do that? Why it's the same thing as that movie Battleship? Why do you take the name of a thing? I guess it, it draws in people who think that. But then, when you completely warp what it's about, then may as well just change the name altogether. Right? I feel like, like
2: the Peeps movie isn't even going to be about. Easter peeps. That's
3: right. I, it may not be, but no. yes, I uh, I talked with Pete Holmes. One much taller than I expected. I didn't he's, realize. Uh,
2: yeah, he's there's a lot of him. And up, the other up there. thing
3: is, other thing is, he's a delight. He's, he's great. very funny. He's very he's hysterical. I love his show. Is uh, what is it? TBS. TBS. Yep, that's absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's I very funny fellow. But yeah, he's a, but you could tell he's a delightful character as well.
2: If I wasn't spoken for, I would be throwing myself at. That. Is that
3: right? Well, that's Probably. a slap in my face. You didn't? Do you tell? Do you tell Pete Holmes if if it weren't if I weren't taken? Damashek, look out!
2: I sure do. <laughs> That's I tell. I tell it to Pete Holmes. I tell it to Greg Proops. I only tell it to the people in the three club.
3: Ah, we that. you know what you should do, Gary, the producer. Why don't you put that together already? The the club of three, the three of clubs, or something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't. You know, as a what? Put I, it together I as like, a what? I feel like that would be an attack on Daniel.
3: No, when well, once uh, no, 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 he can even be many, here to
1: put he... that many men in the same room that Allison lusts for.
3: <laughs> I assume this will be the retrospective after Allison is either her a contract is terminated by uh, the Corolla Podcast Center whatever it's called, mm-hmm. or uh, your untimely death.
2: CPC Both Corolla Podcast Center. <laughs> Did you know that I don't have a contract? I'm a free agent.
3: So you could walk tomorrow.
2: That could walk tomorrow. Wow. That's right.
3: You got all the leverage, sister. <laughs> I sure do. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Dave, Mother's Day's coming up.
3: I heard about that.
2: How are you feeling about that?
3: I'm not a mother.
2: I know, but you have one.
3: That's how true. how does Mo feel about it?
2: Yeah, we know all. We know that you love your mom and that you have a mom who's very devoted to you.
3: Well, um, I think that uh, you know, if I were in a position, if I were a child of a mother. A human mother or mm-hmm. otherwise, right. I would feel obliged to get her something. And I think if I wanted to go the extra mile, if I wanted to do the right thing, not something that I want, but something that a mother would want,
2: that is flowers. Tip- yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or berries, though.
3: Don't worry. I meant to say. Wait. I meant to say. say let, nice, wait. I'm going to say nice Scratch it. About- Just bleep out what I said there, Gary. Like if I wanted something, I mean anybody could get flowers. I mean flowers are no, so flowers obvious. are great
2: too. In about half an hour.
3: Oh yeah. Well, wait. Let's try again. All right. <laughs> what do I think uh, a mother deserves?
2: Something sweet. Just something, sweet like some, mom. Something
3: of the earth. That's what I think. That's something right. something that grows from Mother Earth. A mother herself. Obviously, mm-hmm. she made sweet love with. Father Time I guess or old man winter is father time is that who hooked mm. up with mother nature either I way I think of
2: them as a couple
3: who father time and yeah.
2: mother and mother nature and then
3: old man winter is you know he's the he's a curmudgeon right. trying to trying to douse all the the fiery it's love like, with his snow that's him yeah. he
2: is um of the same ilk as jack frost yes he's cold bitter people
3: yeah but i so i wouldn't let I wouldn't let old man winter get in the way. It's spring after all. This is the time for love, and this is the time to show that love. And the reason and the way to do that is something of the earth, from mother earth to your mother, and that's fruit and or flowers.
2: It's, It's fruit. It's not just any fruit, though. It's big, juicy, delicious strawberries from Sherry's Berries dipped in chocolate. Not just any old chocolate, but special thick milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate with decorative swizzle.
3: I'd like you to try that again. You can do better. Sell it, sell it this time. Really convince me. I need nuts.
2: They're so no, they're so good. I Mm. like to bite into one and then I see. That's what she said. Not
3: (laughs) (laughs) zing. I'm hot out of the gate, huh, Gary? Look out! I just licked my finger and
2: touched your shirt and went. By the way, I hate when people do that. I hate that. Too. I also hate when they like under their fingernails and then buff them. What is that? That's an eighties move.
3: What oh, does that mean? I think you're being generous with the timeline. I think that was from of of the fifties at least, right? I mean at the at the latest. Yeah, that the yeah, I like that move quite a bit. The only
2: thing that makes it okay when someone does that is for me to think about Sherry's berries because they're just so good. So I bite into one and then I like to sometimes. First I have a bite with the, the berry and the chocolate in one bite and mm-hmm. then I pick it apart and then sometimes I have berry separate and then the chocolate just because I like to make it more fun.
3: It's like – it's it's not exactly like but in just about every way. It is kind of like when you – the child leaves the arms of your mother and goes out into the world. It Still is, delicious. Right. You understand? No. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to make a comparison between like when you break off the chocolate oh, from the strawberry. Oh
2: yes. Right when the chocolate was. Still delicious, the nest. but
3: you know when it's best? Together.
2: It is, it's true. Um anyway, Sherry's berries, they they are so good and everyone who orders them because they heard me talk about them, I always say, Hey, if you're gonna get them for someone, perhaps your mother for Mother's Day, I would recommend that or your grandma, uh, tweet me and let me know the reaction. The reaction is uniformly positive. I've never heard a complaint. They are that good. Uh, they're so good that if I have them, I only have them around for like. They last about a day. What would you
3: do? And I eat all. Of them. You would be you. You would be held accountable if they weren't good. So somebody's going to text you and hold you. I just want to know.
2: I would want to know.
3: And would you report that? Integrity. Yes. But it's not going to happen because they're No, because they're just
2: that good. And you guys can get berries for mom uh, by going to berries.com. That is berries.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. Go to berries.com. Again, s.com Click on the microphone. Type in best friend. Order today. And there is a special deal that expires Friday at midnight. So make sure you order now. Here's what you get. Giant, freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at just $19.99. That's over 40% savings. Or double the berries for just $10 more. So click on the mic in the top right corner and use my code BESTFRIEND. Okay, Dave Damashek. Something happened before the show started, which was you were present. Mm. I was invited to a social outing. Something that actually sounds fun. I would, It's it's people that I like. hmm and I should go, and yet I know that as 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 God is my witness, as I sit here, as you are sitting here, one of the special three people club. There's a good I think chance i not to we should I'm be called the go. three of clubs. That's better than what I've been saying. Although
3: it doesn't exactly make sense, three, three of, of clubs. Close enough. All allow it. All right.
2: The three of clubs, as a member of the three of clubs.
3: I Proops, Holmes, and the other one. <laughs>
2: Do they know who you are? Oh, that, that conversation happened off mic, too. We're going to have to circle back to that. Um, I know there's a good chance I might not go. And you and I were talking about this whole being an introvert, being an extrovert thing.
3: Mm-hmm. What are well, your thoughts on this? I do not enjoy – well, first of all, I, people think I'm kidding when I say this to them. I want to be invited to everything. But I want to then be able to say, no, I can't make it. That's the trick of it. Mm. I don't want to be off everybody's radar. That's not what I desire. No, I don't want to be some so ineffectual that nobody considers me. I want to be considered and I want them to be disappointed when I don't show. And I want them to feel like it's what I always say. You know, they uh, it's let's extend it into uh, into death. I don't want. People – this thing, whoever dies, whoever's just died, they always – it happens in sports quite a bit is – and I noticed that the uh, – Paul – what's the guy's name from Speed? Not Speed, the driving picture. Paul that Walker. Always, Paul Walker. Paul Walker dies. Well, we have to finish the latest Fast and Furious. Why, the producers say? Because Paul would want us to. You know, Vin Diesel, he would want us to. Yeah, the three
1: hundred and eighty million dollars you're going to make at the box office right. probably doesn't a coach,
3: play a player. You're dies. so cynical. Paul well, the, would want it. The player, the player is dead. I'm just well, kidding. I mean, we got to cancel the game, don't we? No, 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 no. That would Life really upset him. He would want us. He would want us to play this game. Here, I just want to make it clear. I do not want anyone doing anything except mourning. Just openly mourning, weeping. Um, I'd like at least a fortnight of a national shutdown, if not a global one, Mm -hmm. so that everybody can reflect quietly or otherwise. Reminisce, you know, tell stories about me, but let's not have too many fun stories. You know, like this story was funny when Dave told it. It's not funny now because only he could do it. Mm -hmm. Only he could really do it service. Only his his unique way and, and charming voice and so on, could really execute uh, what's entertaining about this. I don't even want people sitting. So, that's Do you want another. it to be
2: like the fortnight the laughter died?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think people talk a lot about it. You hear a lot of that, uh, that that people want their funerals to be a good time. They yeah. wanted people to get a together and tell funny stories and reminisce. No, I'm gone. That's over with. Forget it. No more. Tell those stories when, you know, too soon, you know, a year from now. Yeah, then you can start uh, digging up the best mm-hmm. stories of Dave. But in the meantime, please, I don't want any games being played. No, Dave would not want them being played. Here's what Dave wants the world to stop when he stops. So, in the same way, yeah, I want to get invited to the party. That doesn't mean I want to go. It feels like, I don't know, I, maybe it has something to do with it. I imagine this isn't as true for you, but to some degree it is that you probably talk more than the other person in a conversation if you're having a one-on-one conversation what percentage do you feel you take up or need to have a 50 50 conversation I take as a for instance I can have what feels like to me zero percent right now yeah that's exactly right Allison (laughs) and next and now you can you can you can go Allison (laughs) I'll take it from here Um, the uh, let's play a little something I cooked up is it me or is it everyone is that what it's called
2: Close. Just mirror everyone. You're just everyone.
3: Don't correct me. I'm your guest. Is this what you do to Pete Holmes? Good luck getting him for a fourth time if that's what you do to him. Now, I like to. It probably takes me seventy five percent of the conversation to say it, to have an 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 equitable exchange. I just it takes me more words to say the same thing. Oh, it does I other see people. what you mean. You know,
2: you filibuster.
3: Well, maybe. <laughs> But the point is, it's a lot of work. I don't. I, let me just let me just be with my best friend, the one who's always been there for me, long before my average. My my, my basically, I get about a woman a decade mm-hmm. who who enjoys my company sufficiently that they'll uh, that, that they'll and be seen after in dark that decade with me. Do
2: you stay with the woman?
3: Um, like one
2: a decade, for six a year? months
3: to six years, somewhere in that range. Um and yeah, and then but then you know the the, the, the talking and all that just it's I just want to be with who has always been there for me. TV. TV has taught me everything I need to know. It's makes me laugh, makes me cry sometimes, makes me makes me well-rounded, teaches me about things I never knew about or otherwise would know about. And that's who I need to be with. It's a much more passive experience. You know, teaches, tells me about the scores, you know, shows me the games.
2: Well, honestly, and it sounds ridiculous, but the reason that I – if you're listening, person invited me – No, they me, probably hung up by
3: now. Hung up or turned off or whatever.
2: Yeah. No, because she's a fan of you too.
3: Oh, you're a lady. I mean friend,
2: you right? might have driven her away, but yeah. No, but I I want to go and yet – the thing that is stopping me is it's like oh, but I have so few nights at home on my own. Mm. I don't even know if that's true, but that's oh no, I need this time to sit there and look at Twitter. Like I, that's I'm just saying like that's always what the thought is. Oh no, I've had the heaviest time set aside to do nothing. It's my important nothing time.
3: I understand that, but first of all, Gary is the producer. You need to produce here. She doesn't want to go. That is what you want. All drama is about conflict and about people, uh, about what they want, scene by scene, what the person yeah, wants. That. Here's what she doesn't want is <laughs> to go to that party.
1: These Who is responsible for this invitation and you're being there to witness it? Who's responsible for this conversation?
3: Well, oh, so this is. I,
2: I was joking. I'm not sure what he's driving at when he's saying to produce this. What are you saying?
3: I want you to go, Allison, because oh. you don't want to go. Make cannot, her go. I cannot produce her personal life. Too bad. Make <laughs> her go. And you're not producing your, her personal life. You're providing an opportunity for an anecdote that she'll share on the next show. Everybody who is an Allison Rosen fan will be hanging on the edge of their seat to hear how this party went and right. how and how she okay. absorbed it all. All right, hold on. I expect you to go. There
1: you go. Okay,
2: I'm probably not going to. Here's the thing. But no, but here's, if I went, Mm -hmm. this is not like something that, there are situations like that where I push, I have to push myself to go, but I get a good anecdote. This is something where I'm sure I would have a lovely time if I went. Although I would do that, my throat would be a little sore afterwards from having to talk if we Mm -hmm. went to a bar, you know. Mm -hmm. I went to Bob Bryan's book party. That was a very social event. And I said- How was
3: that? I wanted to go.
2: It was fun. And- you know, but it, but it was the kind of thing where I left, and I was like, I think it really made a difference to him that I went. I'm glad I went for that reason.
3: That's nice. Do you think he'll get uh, he'll get a big head over all this? No. Do you think he has a big head currently? Yes. You think he has a? You think... Um,
2: uh, some might argue yes.
3: Do you think he? Well, I don't care. See, listen, that's something I cleared up recently. Is some, or I, I at least addressed, and hopefully society will then. Follow my lead and stop doing this. I don't understand when people talk. It's a big radio thing. Is I would argue. You know, some would argue. I would argue. Well, just go ahead and make the argument. You don't have to. You don't have to give me this this hypothetical thing. Just argue. Same thing. Bald Brian. Some would argue. Yeah. Some would argue he's very confident. Mm-hmm. Some would say cocky. Some, some would say arrogant. Yeah. What would Alison Rosen say?
2: I'm trying to think if I think that he's ca- – I don't necessarily think he's cocky and arrogant. I think that he does not deal with the healthy or unhealthy amount of self-doubt that the rest of us have. Like, I like that. I envy that in a yeah, person. Yeah. I mean he's quick to be like, why should I apologize? I did nothing wrong and then walk out and I'd be like – a situation where I would be be thinking about it quite a bit even – you know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. people that don't ever question – I'm not saying he doesn't ever but people that – don't instantly question themselves and everything, It's uh, it'd be nice to be that way. Boy,
3: That's I like I say, that's the characteristic. I think we, you and I probably even talked about this yeah. at some point. It is what I desire the most. It's what I envy the most in people. Are those people who go through life? I don't mean, I'm not saying that this is bald Brian, but there are people who are delusional in how confident they are. I mean, that's sort of, you know, just basic sort of, Self-possessed and aren't worried about what other people think all the time. Boy, what a what a glorious existence that I must know. be.
2: They are social. They would go to things yeah, all the sure.
3: time, Why? I'm sure. What's the downside? They're going to go have fun. Everywhere they go, it's fun. What are they worried about? Hey, Gary, is bald Brian confident, cocky, or arrogant?
1: <laughs> Some would say. I don't think that... Those all are independent. I think you can be more than one of those at a time. I would say he's definitely confident. Mm-hmm. Probably He's probably more confident than 95% of people I know. <laughs> Why, what's what's going to happen? Is a Bald Brian going to— uh, Somebody's going to send him a fucking out-of-context tweet. He's not going to take the time to listen to it, and then I'm going to get shit at work from somebody who thinks I said he was an asshole when I Isn't absolutely Isn't that the whole didn't. point of
3: this, uh, this endeavor, is that that's what you guys want, is to mix it up a little bit?
1: No, that's
2: not this show.
1: Oh, it's not? Not
3: no. this show, but the Corolla show, right?
2: Oh. Um actually I would say there's not that much mixing it up.
1: See, I would be I would be much more comfortable answering that program on the Adam Corolla show with him standing yeah. there looking at me. Interesting. It's, right. I, don't, I'm sorry. I don't want to be misquoted. No, it's fine. I, and I, don't, I just don't want to be misquoted, and I don't want to feel like I'm talking behind somebody's back. Yeah. But if you were sitting there and you asked me that question and Bald Brian was standing right there, I would give you a very different answer.
3: I think it's just interesting because I assume a giant percentage of your listenership knows Bald Brian from being a guest on your program previously. And, and by the way, for the record, because I do want to make it clear, I find Bald Brian a talented fella. Now, you guys think he's arrogant, clearly, but I like him. <laughs> And I stand by him it. as you guys attack him and try to apparently, you know, I don't know what kind of coup you're trying to pull to get him bumped off so that you guys get to rise up the in sound the ranks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, he was never cool, Ace. Well, you know, now we've gotten rid of the. the and that you know, tumor, come on. Good riddance to bad rubbish. <laughs> good, I'm glad the circle has tightened a little bit closer, Ace, so you can trust us. Mm-hmm. It's it's exactly junk is what is. I think. I think it's. I'm, was shame to know, but go to a party that either one of you invites me to. It's moot because neither one of you has ever invited me to a party, even your wedding. I don't.
2: I realized I don't enjoy. But Pete parties. Holmes was there.
1: <laughs> Proops was your best man. You had yeah. a best man. I Whatever did. You call
2: it? I did. Two thirds of the three of clubs was represented. <laughs> um, let's get back to this though. So you think. You take up 75 percent of the talking to communicate 50 percent of the meaning. Is that correct in a conversation?
3: I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm pretty sure my entire existence is is proof of that fact. Yeah.
2: So what you're saying is
3: I'm not saying what I have to say is more important or it, it, it just requ- takes you longer, just to takes say me it. longer to say the same thing.
2: Do you wish it didn't?
3: No, I guess now it, it, it's uh, it's worked out all right. Since at least until I get fired, uh, I'll I, I have made my way in the world for the last ten or fifteen years by flapping my gums. So no, I guess I don't regret it. I f- it's validating, you know. I don't understand. I've they said... got to the ribbits. What you and the robots? <laughs> oh yeah, well I did kibitz about the robots when I first got out here. You know, they used to on f- bots, they fought each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't just robots because you know. If you listen to some of the stuff out there, like they're here for good. But I have seen, thanks to my friend TV, Terminator and The Matrix and what's coming ain't good.
2: And that has to do with anything how?
3: Because computers are no good. I don't know. Okay. What were we talking about?
2: But you know when computers are good, here comes a spot. Oh, the robots. Get That's ready. right.
3: That's all I was saying was the robots were no good. But yeah, then otherwise, I flapped my gums for a living. So yeah, no, I'm fine with uh, being overly verbose, according to to some. Oh, some would argue? Some would argue that. You know like when com- bald Brian.
2: You know when computers are good? They're good when that is how you're watching some of your special Hulu Plus programming. You can watch it on your computer, your smartphone, mm-hmm. your tablet, your best friend, your TV. You know Hulu. But Hulu Plus has so much Hulu!
3: more. Thank you. See, that's one of the things people like. That just
2: makes me melt.
3: When I, when I'm when all I- melty now. Ooh. Ooh, la, la. See? Hulu, la, la. <laughs>
2: With Hulu Plus you can watch current season episodes your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, Scandal. I've Do you watch Mindy Project? I only I recently started getting into it.
3: Never have seen it.
2: It's good. It's funny. My I sister did. has been telling me forever how good it is, but then um I had one of the writer or producers on my show I was like, I'm going to check this show out again.
3: That sense of humor, that type of storytelling is is really risen over the last, what, six years or so, that single, the so-called single camera look. And it's not just the look of it. It's the, the... the tone in which they tell jokes—it's not that they set up punchline. They line. don't it's,
2: do the thing where they look at the camera, though, which is—I'm tired of that. So,
3: oh yeah, that's a—that's a thing. That it's such a thing. People give The Office that credit, but did that precede the British one? Did that precede Ali McBeal, or does she deserve credit? Didn't, oh no, they used to do the weird little dancing babies, dreamy breakaway kind of stuff.
2: All this talk of shows that's is making me rock. want to be watching. L- that's right, Hulu. You can watch Nashville, Lost, Doctor Who. It's really, as I say every time, it's almost a disservice to name shows because it makes you think, what if it's just those shows? But it's so, so, so many shows. We would be here all day if I were to tell you all the shows. Also, add free movies, kids' shows. Um, You guys can stream thousands of shows as much as you want, wherever you want. Hulu works on your computer, smart TV, Roku.
3: Roku, but it doesn't have uh – but it, but it wouldn't have, like, for instance, shows revenge, that are on the network Like Revenge. It wouldn't have have like, a no, show from, like, Re- CBS hey, or NBC. Revenge or... is right
1: there on ABC. Terrible wow. show that I'm watching right now Gary's on Hulu Plus. Addicted. I'm oh, watching no. the current season. I
3: watched my mother. My, uh, <laughs> you don't have shame. No, I have a ton of shame. Okay, here. good revenge i like that but you know what i do know about that show is that the girl is foxy
1: oh there are a lot of foxy girls in there. That's is that why, right that's kind of how i justify myself justify the crappy soap opera i'm watching to myself what
3: about that show my mother was watching the other night scandal and i assume that
2: you can watch scandal on hulu you Plus. should
3: watch it just to see that it is an atrocious television show what how is that show so po- well i'm surprised that a Bad show is popular. But anyway, watch Pretty it for yourself. Pretty much any streaming
2: device you Hulu. You can get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show, Deadbeat. In fact, you can see billboards for it like everywhere in Los Angeles right now. Uh, Or perhaps where you are too. Or just check it out on Hulu Plus. A comedy about a pot smoking guy who talks to ghosts. Binge on all 10 episodes. uh, Start as of April 9th. So you can get those right now. Um, For only $7.99 a month. Get your shows anytime, anywhere. And right now you guys can sign up uh, at HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. Or click the banner on my website and get two weeks full access completely free. Which is a a week more than anyone else is going to give you. Uh, So go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. And remember... Go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison or click on the banner on my website so that they know that I sent you and then they'll love me, which really is the point. OK. A lot of stuff just happened and there's a lot of things that I wanted to pick up on and talk about. Um, and I
3: Can I tell you the nightmare party please. to be invited to? Yes. yes. A Halloween party. Oh, that's oh. that's the killer of them oh. all. You know, that's of all the that types is of me party showing
2: up at the very end, wearing a sad Cleopatra costume and feeling like I shouldn't have even paid the cab fare to get here when I was living in. Denver.
3: Oh, the anxiety it creates. This thing of, am I going to be? Overdressed, in which case I'm a you know I'm a I'm a buffoon who everybody's going to have to make jokes about that I did too much, and then on the other hand, if I show up underdressed, then I'm a jerk who thinks he's too good to participate.
2: Where are you with New Year's plans? Go. I just
3: don't go. You well, know, New Year's, I think is. I'm trying to think of the la- the last time I was out. On at the stroke of midnight, I'm always home. I mean, I really abide by the the amateur night yeah. mentality. I know, so, I know how to swing if, when it's time to go and throw on, you know, to do uh, do a couple laps, you know, and 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 have a good time. I know how to do it. Don't get me wrong, sister. I'm a I'm a ball of laughs, you know. <sighs> so. I but I don't but that amateur hour stuff. I don't need that crowd. I don't the the, the fighting crowds and being bumped into and ugh. No but see, thanks. you
2: seem like a dude, like a guys guy kind of dude guy who would have a lot of dude friends.
3: Hmm. That's not a is that not compliment right? to me? Is it?
2: Um, I yeah. seem like a
3: dude who would have a lot of brosifs around him.
2: I mean, you're from that world of dudes. You worked with all those dudes. I just think of all, like...
3: Oh, the man show? Yeah. Well, I guess that... uh, I Don't,
2: I I mean, what am I trying to say? Do you have a lot of guy friends?
3: More than I have lady friends.
2: And is it draining for you to hang out with them?
3: Yeah, kind of. Okay. It's exhausting. You know, here's what I don't do. Here's really what uh, started the, the downward spiral for me, was the, was, you know, when I first got out of... You know, when I left my parents' home as a as a lad and went to college, and then after that, that's when answering machines were really on the rise, or I guess they were all over, but I had my first one. Once I didn't have to take your call directly, mm. that really got me going in a bad direction, and the possibilities – you know I, I ran wild with them and then once you do pick up the phone to return the call now you've put double the pressure on yourself or if you even pick up the phone it's a certain amount of pressure because as a talker not as an and not that it's entertaining conversation but if you know that in your head like it takes me a while to say what i'm going to say now you have to be up to do that mm-hmm. and i'm rarely up to do that it's easier to be watching tv
2: what about? and i don't like
3: to being on the phone because then i feel like well i've let that person down i called them back they wanted to catch up and i was boring so i don't want to do that to them i'm just not going to call them at all do you all. think
2: everyone who calls you is expecting the dave damashek football program or some other kind of show <laughs> no
3: no this my uh behavior predates any uh any anybody who are, uh, but are they getting money to like, talk the damashek show i don't know what they expect i know what i expect of myself t- <laughs>
2: i mean no one's
3: harder a- on dave damashek than dave damashek
2: I and mean, I say this, and I, this is not a judgment, but what about just listening, just going out and just listening hard?
3: Because I feel very uneasy with that, and I oh. feel like people look at me like, why aren't you talking? And then I feel bad, and then I have to – now I'm put on the spot, and now I have to talk. I don't know. How do you sit – you know – as always, I, I know we've talked about it, but again, it's f- a fascinating perspective that we all go through life. All each of us as individuals, this this idea that we all are have to be essential now. That was not something that was sold to. Previous, uh, previous, you know, uh, humankind in previous centuries, or at least prior to, let's say, the 19th century. But even that's probably a little optimistic for the vast majority of, of people walking the earth in the 19th century. The notion of happiness must mm. be a recent idea that you can pursue your happiness and be and, and you know did, did
2: anyone find their bliss before the last all that crap all that
3: stuff about gratitude i saw tori <laughs> spelling the other night on tv talking about about uh how she, she lost her best friend and she's ready she's decided that it, His, she's her best friend the uh husband or whatever who cheated on her oh. um And that's unfair. But you know what? She's decided to allow herself to be happy again now. She's decided. Oh, my God. You listen. Watch Cosmos. You know, just watch that. That'll answer all your questions. It's all going away. Nothing matters. Lighten up. Everybody says it makes me. But the everybody has to be essential in this world. That's that's the thing. Yeah. What do you mean by that? If you ask any assistant, you walk into any giant corporation, and if you kibitz with the assistant at all, they'll indicate that the place would implode if it weren't for them. You know, everybody is so important. That's how it has to be. And and again, everybody is the star of their own movie. You know, that's the think about it in those terms. That no matter how compelling you find yourself, you're just passing through. You're a bit player in somebody else's movie of life. And I'm fascinated by the boring people. Because what do they talk? What, what do they think? Do, do they understand that their movie is boring? Do, do, do you think no. they know it? No. Same thing with evil. People don't know they're evil. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that they're no. You know, I bet you if you asked Hitler, he wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm rotten. I'm bad." No, they all have they all have rationalizations about why. I'm sure,
2: I'm sure he thought he was a hero.
3: That's right. But even people who do things that are a little less severe than Hitler, they don't fancy themselves as as uh, evil. They think they. Uh, I have self esteem issues, and that reveals itself in this way. You know. But yeah. But your behavior indicates you're you're evil. I don't know what we're talking but about. But how Gary, does... start the show again. This is all rubbish.
2: But how does this idea that people feel like they're essential? How does that relate to not wanting to be social and just listening to people?
3: Because... Uh, well, I just because those. I, uh, I don't want to listen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I, you know. Listen. Good. Uh, it's, uh, the stories are generally the same. You know. Not very many people have something. Have a distinctive perspective on anything. Well, no, we're-
2: now we're getting somewhere because it seems to me that perhaps you're not wanting to go out. And and by the way, I'm also a person who has trouble making myself be social. It seems. And I remember when it happened for me. It wasn't voicemail. It was email. I remember my senior year of college having this realization, huh, I find it harder and harder to want to have face-to-face conversations. And also, I am avoiding phone calls. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know what happened because I didn't – I wanted to be an extrovert.
3: I'm not a psych- – n- I am not I, I have not uh, sought psychiatric care, but perhaps you have. What is the explanation for that?
2: <sighs> I've never really tackled that one specifically.
3: Why you don't want to be around people so much?
2: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I. Someone said I think you're I think you're an introvert, uh, but it, I never really talked about that specifically. Isn't
3: it also though an element of it? Also, is is that it's to me it's stressful in it, no matter who it's with. Um, but I also the as a for instance, Pete Holmes. Nothing, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I talk to these football players, and I can I see when some. People walk up to them and, and try and engage them that they're that they're racked with nerves, you know, that they're re- uh, and they just ramble and they talk really fast and they say, I, and I saw you play and I was there and, and I was there with my uncle. And we said we were there. And we watched it and we were so happy and we hugged and it was so great. It's so great to meet you. And yeah. like that, they, they don't even the person didn't even actually have to be there. They just yell at the their anecdote at, at them. I don't feel that way around football guys or celebrities. I don't get nervous with them. The people I get nervous around are funny people because I professionally funny people. I don't now, oh there's Pete Holmes. Do you want to talk to him? Should you you want to pull him over here and talk to him for 5 minutes? Uh, I don't know. He's going to judge me. He's going to he's going to evaluate whether or not I'm funny and that's what I don't want. I don't want fun, yet, professional funny people interesting. looking at me. And that's when I go to parties here. That is a fact. Now I'm figuring this out. This is like I'm at a psychiatrist. Yeah, good. Dr. Rosen. I don't like when when funny people are there because then I feel that then I have to be funny-ish. But then funny people don't like when other people are – I was going to say. They don't like when other people aren't funny. But what's more important to funny people is that somebody is nice.
2: Yeah. It's been my experience. People, they, people don't want
3: somebody to be p- performing at them.
2: No, because that is um, – it's not relating. It's not connecting. And it can be competitive sort of.
3: Yeah, right. And and in fact, my not the I'm and
2: at- it often has like a nervous manic energy behind it which Pushes people
3: away. Yeah, dan- yeah right. It's the sort of thing of chasing a girl. Girls don't like guys that uh, are really into them. You know, you have to play got, it cool, right. No Guy. desperation. Yeah, I, I know. I I've watched that around uh, your pal Corolla and Kimmel and those guys. People come up and perform at them, mm-hmm. their best stuff, kind of thing. You know, you can feel that they're pretending that it's an organic conversation, but in fact,
2: they've practiced. They're
3: practiced. And do you think about fans or
2: other people?
3: Fans and even other. People, yeah, I mean, other you know, uh, performer types. They want. In fact, I, I've ta- I talked with Kimmel about this about ten or twelve years ago. I remember him because I, I was watching it happen at a man show thing, and um, at some party kind of thing. Maybe it was after. Either way, um, he acknowledged that he notices some people talk louder. In his company, even though they're not talking to him, they pretend they're talking to somebody else, but they talk loudly enough so that he'll hear them, which seems narcissistic. But I have watched it, and I have no horse in the game, and he's absolutely right. People do that. They want to impress, and I don't want to be that, and so then it puts me in a weird place, and so I don't like being around all the funny people all the time, although I like funny people.
2: Um. I think there's uh, issues of transference going on. I don't know what that means. I only barely do. I think what I'm what I'm saying is I think that you are create like you you think that there's a whole judgment of you happening when really you're not that essential.
3: That's uh, right. That's what I'm saying about being essential. I am the star of my show. Those people are not looking at me. They don't care.
2: They're thinking about
3: themselves. But I don't want to be incidental. I don't want to be an afterthought. I want to get invited to the party so that the next time I can turn them down.
2: See, what I was going to say before when I started getting— It's
3: a a wicked web that no one gives a crap about. Uh Start the show again, I said, Gary. This
2: time we'll do it right. What I was going to say is— you say that you don't want to go out because you it's draining on you and the self-doubt and blah 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 but it's also that you just find people pretty boring. Most people. I they think they don't hold your interest in the same way that your friends on the little box do.
3: Does anybody no. I mean listen, I understand that cynicism is the easy route. In fact, I uh, over the last couple of years, I really appreciate Do you remember Conan O'Brien's Last Tonight show? Not the obviously not the TBS show.
2: Um I don't know if I do.
3: He – it was very odd the I – mean, well, of course, the entire uh, – whatever that was. What was it on? Two months? Week and – I mean uh, six weeks or something? How long that, was that show I around? I that was on a I think it was on that. like – I think it was closer to nine or ten weeks. Oh, is that long? Anyway, so yeah. I mean That's obviously it? it was a pretty quick flame out. Oh, yeah. It was cool. I didn't um,
2: realize it was that
3: fast. But in the last episode was so bizarre in for a number of reasons, but his second to last segment – he delivered you know that's the moment where you 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 say your heartfelt farewell and and everything and he used it to say that cynicism is the don't be a cynic it's the easiest thing and it's so true the easiest thing to do is to is is you know, I call it vapid cynicism. You know, it's what you get on Twitter, it's what you get on social media. You're not even funny. You're stupid. You think you're great, but you're not. You blah all that kind of crap. Those kind of attacks are what I would call. This is so stupid. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my See, life. I think it's that's st-
2: just taking down someone that they think is in a lofty position.
3: I think it well, but I, co- I would like call it vapid they, cynicism. Yeah. It's If you have nothing to contribute, all you do is just say it's stupid. I've yeah. seen that in in, um, you know, in, in sort of in writers pitch kind of environments, you know, where, oh, there are 10 people, we need to figure this out, pitch this or that. The easiest thing to do is to announce that that won't work. Mm-hmm. What about if we tried this? This could be good and that, and that might be funny and and uh, that would play off of that. Like, pfft, stupid. That's, I mean, some, I've seen somebody do that. It's not good. Oh, that wouldn't be funny. That's the easiest position to take. And I don't know what that has to do with where we do started off here. Do
2: you ever fall into that?
3: No, I don't. No, I don't think I do that. I don't mean to be cynical. But, oh, yeah, that's what I was just uh, went off on a tangent. Um, yeah, Cynicism. It, I, I think we all have that level of that thing that we like to say. It's a, like a half a joke that I don't like 80 percent or 90 percent of people. I don't really get I don't. But it, it's ultimately true. How many people do you ultimately want to hang out with that you encounter on a daily or weekly or annual basis? How many of those people do you think I'd like to? Get to know them a little bit better. Who has the time? I know it does. It Again, certain... TV, TV is so entertaining. The in the history of the world, there has never been an activity as satisfying consistently as TV is. These people who poo-poo it, read a book. Why don't you read? A, why would I read a book? Why do why Why would I read a book when there's TV? It's 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 got. It's multimedia. They are pictures. They're in color. They look good. The people are generally attractive. We have a they catchy They tell me a song. story. It's fast. There's music. All of it. Yes. If you
2: like songs, listen to this. It's about TV.
3: You've proven my point. <laughs> You've just proven my point. <laughs>
2: if we're going to talk about TV, we have to play the song.
3: This is the worst TV conversation time. ever. TV time. TV time.
2: Get ready. It's about to, it's about to get really rocking. Here, here, here we go. Here it is. There it is. TV, TV, TV time. TV, 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 TV time. Okay, now we can continue. Do you watch Mad Men? Of course. Did you watch last night? I did. All right. Here's the ish. Ew. I need to talk about it. But you know what? Being around you is making me get loud suddenly.
3: Well, oh, this- good. I thought you were going to say it's, it's making me feel uh, Happy. boring because you're so boring and I'm getting dragged down by you, Damashek, and there will never be a fourth. No, I would never say that. When this airs, it will have been two episodes ago Okay, we're talking about. So
2: anyone – because here's the thing. In this day and age of vapid cynicism, Hmm. you can't talk about anything without people freaking out about spoilers. So basically you can't talk about a show until it's been canceled. Oh, yes. I think that Comedy Bang Bang may have said that. So that might not be an original thought. But um, anyway, there's no spoilers here, I don't think. But I just need to talk about last night's episode because when you hear this, it won't have been last night – what a bitch that Betty! See again, I'm getting loud. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's a referred volume thing. Someone put a gate on me. It's transference. Um, yeah,
3: <laughs> I wish I knew what transference was. So I'm going to have to look that up as soon as possible. Transference
2: is putting to know
3: if that's in is a, like, an transference,
2: insult. No, it's not. It's transference is like re, uh, projecting. It's like taking your feelings about your parents or about some in you know authority figure from your past and putting them onto other people. So in the way that maybe I believe in the way that maybe you. I believe this is what it means. Like in the way that maybe you felt that your parents were judging you or teachers were judging you, now you're putting that onto funny celebrities. Oh, no.
3: No, my parents thought I was, uh, well, at least my mother thought I was hilarious. <laughs> Small club she's in there. Creep. I think see, you're that's very funny. See, that's vapid cynicism. Do you yeah, see
1: what I mean? I do. Do you see that, Allison? Yeah. He has nothing Can bad. So he, so he look up shot a He throws a shot
3: at sense. All right, and go no. ahead. Talk Sorry, about Mad Men. Betty is a, a terrible person. Yeah, oh, well, my God.
2: Did you yell – when she said, am I a bad mother, did you yell yes at the TV just like I did?
3: She's awful. And, uh, you know, my friend – I like the idea of um, – of k- it, my friend Dan Hanzoos from the NFL made a keen observation. Betty now – Is what Tony Soprano's mother was on Sopranos. That's exactly what Betty, if she were a real-life person, what she would wind up being. And it's funny because that's exactly what we've just been talking about. They're both uh, – Tony Soprano's mother and Betty fancy themselves victims, don't they? They don't think they're evil, but they're evil. Their actions, their words, their deeds are evil. No, she
2: thinks she's a victim because she thinks her son – did something inconsiderate, and it's like this is a ten-year-old or whatever, and you are being such a bad mother because you are holding him to a ridiculous standard and being passive aggressive. Okay, what? From a literary standpoint, what did you major in? Communications,
3: journalism, whatever. Babes. Double, oh wait, double I feel major.
2: Like, <laughs> do you have something to say about about something?
3: I have the definition
1: of transference. If okay, you want yeah. It. What is that? Uh, A phenomenon characterized by unconscious redirection of feelings from one person to another. One definition of of transference is the inappropriate repetition in the present of a relationship that was important in a person's childhood. Yeah. There's a few more here, but I think that covers us.
2: Okay. What was going on with all the milk stuff on the show? Because Betty drank milk out of the pail and there was the talk of – udders and like the that woman's breast and i thought it was surprising that betty is the one who drank the milk straight from the cow it's a very unbetty like thing i'm wondering if they're making like a mother's milk kind of kind of reference there
3: it would seem so yeah that that, that makes uh, a good deal of sense as i say though tv just washes over me i don't ask questions oh really do I know? do kind of think that actually. I, I, I joke, but no, I do really. That is the people who who spend a lot of time. The only the only exception was True Detective. I I don't I don't, I know, what I uh, I don't nah, know what it was. I I don't know what it. No, I don't know. You for didn't her. like it for her. I loved it. It's I mean it's it's dark and it's there's some fucked up violent shit in there. You I made. can't handle
2: fucked up violence.
3: Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's dark for and anyone. Dark. For anyone else. Yes, true detective, all day. Watch that shit. A I times, watched. I there was something. Really I think you would enjoy uh, the depth of it, though. It's yeah, just, you would
1: enjoy many aspects of it, but you'd have to turn off key plot points. You
2: know, I hung with Dexter for quite a while. That I could handle. But that. For some reason, that's never. a cartoon yes. compared to, to, okay, to this. Yeah. this the, I, I can't. I can't even watch Game of
1: Thrones. This definitely. was heavy
3: until uh, until. Unfortunately, I didn't love the final episode, but we went off to talk Man, about neither, that. But, but whatever. I watched every episode three or four times and just and became and became wow, obsessed by it. I just oh yeah, loved you it. had to to like to get all the details. It. You had to devour it. And but that was the only TV show that I can think of. Or even movie. I the, remember when the Sixth Sense came out, or uh, what's the what's the one uh, uh, Crying Queen. Game? Everybody was so pleased. All right, fine. I could tell that was a man in the Crying Game before he revealed Wang. Um, same thing. With, well, not the same thing. Six cents. Everybody's so proud. Oh, I knew he was dead. I knew he was dead immediately. Good for you. So, so you wasted time. Instead of watching the movie and let it wash over you and be entertained by it, you had I to figure it not? It's unsatisfying. Why are you watching? You're not a part of the storytelling. This isn't the blue man group where they're going to pull you out of the audience and force you against your will. That's another one. That's the going to a show version of going to a Halloween party. Don't involve me. I'm in the crowd. Don't mm-hmm. make me be Mm-hmm. Passing stuff over my head. Oh, look out. It's Cirque du Soleil. You might be part of the show. <laughs> but then, then I'm not going. I don't want to be a part of the show. I, uh, if I would have, I would, I would practice and uh and go and audition. I don't want to be in your show. I want to watch your show. Now yeah. stop telling me what you think's gonna happen on Mad Men or what you think's gonna happen on on uh, whatever crap you're watching. I don't care. I want to see what they came up with.
2: I heard an interesting thing, or maybe I read it, I can't remember, um, but it I think it was the New Yorker podcast and it was someone talking about, two people talking about True Detective and how True Detective feels like, quote unquote, important television. It has that feeling of this is important television, but there's a lot of shows that are really good, but because they don't feel so weighty and they don't feel so cinematic, people just kind of breeze past them when they should give them more of a chance and that i think mm. this shows how little retention i have i think that they were they thought the true detective didn't really deserve that kind of
3: i well listen 8 episodes in i would uh, denounce anyone who didn't think it was it was brilliant but the the i thought the final episode was derivative some, it was it was uh, all, all the stuff the finale that it created it desired. sort of undid by Going in some pretty uh rote it, directions I thought
1: yeah I, I agree it creates a it creates a world in your head and then in the last episode kind of breaks down a lot of what you've created and and it's fine it's just it was a, a bit of a disappointment but that's great television. I don't mm. think anyone can say anything. Well, wow. McConaughey was
3: just spellbinding. He's he's, out of his mind, so good, in this good show. drinking. I mean, but it's it's he's quiet. He's real small. You know, it's un, it'd be like if all of a sudden all you knew. Well, all you know of me is that I'm loud. What if all of a sudden, just one day, I became really sort of quiet, and that's how I started to talk. And when I'm telling you something, I'm, that's I mean, it's it's hypnotic watching him drink these these pounders of beer and, and burn nails as he spins yarns for these two uh, cops investigating him or talking. to him.
1: Like a third of the series, a third of McConaughey's screen time is him sitting in an invest in an interrogation room, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and drinking whiskey and telling this story.
3: And it's, are you vacuuming over there or something? What's going on with that? The Do you computer, you hear that? the computer. I, fan hear that. I thought
2: up. there was vacuuming too.
3: Mom, I'm watching TV in here. You don't have to vacuum. When the TV, you know, that's how I treated my Speaking mother, of my mom, poor mother.
2: Oh, poor, you know what you need to do to make up for the way you treated your poor mom?
3: Tell me. Send her flowers. Woo-hoo! Wait, there's an opportunity yes. to thank her for all her good years of work? Is there a hot? Oh, that's right. The holiday called Mother's Day is fast approaching. Tell us more. I
2: bet you want to thank her for putting up with all your shenanigans.
3: Mm-hmm. What was the worst
2: thing you ever did, though? Actually, what what thing tried your mother's patience the most, or did you not do anything bad?
3: Mm, heroin addiction. No. no, you
2: and I have talked about the fact that we're going to be heroin buddies when we're in our eighties, yeah.
3: when it doesn't matter. That's not, you know what? That I didn't. Uh, that wasn't just on her. That you know who else was a victim? Dave Damashek. I lost myself in heroin. No, I didn't. But I am going to be a heroin addict when I'm seventy-five or eighty. I've decided. Oh, what? This is there to do at that age? I thought I w- it was
2: just started at 80. I didn't know that 75 is an option.
3: Eh, I might start with some other stuff. We you know, work my way up to, to riding the horse before I start taking the spike. I don't know if I you just go from 0 to 60, you know. Now, back to your now back to your, <laughs> your mother's <laughs> day. Don't, you know what's not a good gift for your mother? Heroin.
2: No, but you know what is a great gift? 1,000 rainbow roses <laughs> with a free glass vase from proflowers.com for just nineteen ninety nine. I have proflowers sitting in my apartment right now. And I should just say house. I should just upgrade myself. They're sitting in my house. Uh, and they're beautiful. And proflowers flowers are beautiful. And uh, they last a really long time. And your mother will love them. And you guys can – so send one dozen rainbow roses with a free glass vase from Pro Flowers for just $19.99 or – Thank your mother even more, and double the colorful, colorful roses, plus a free glass vase for just nine ninety nine more. You if you don't really do, do, the do the that, thing. it's like
3: you don't you don't really care. That's about right. It. You're just going through the motions. Go the yeah, extra
2: mile. That's right. She it's always. Only, did. Yeah, it's only nine ninety nine, uh, and use my code best friend to get this special price on your Mother's Day order. While supplies last, and Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last a full week, or your money back money back. It's guaranteed. Uh, So, And your delivery date is guaranteed as well. So go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. That's proflowers.com, blue microphone in the upper right hand corner and type in best friend. The deal expires at midnight. So make sure you order today. Okay. Dave Damoshek, would you like to do some Just Me or Everyone?
3: I'm happy to do whatever you want as long as both you and Gary answer a question honestly for me. All right. Is this the worst interview no. in the history of this podcast
1: Are you, no but you're easily the most self-deprecating guest oh we've
3: ever had. god a, who cares what i have to think about anything unless it's i mean listen i have some keen thoughts this on, is
2: definitely not the worst i'll, I'll
3: tell keen, you i'll tell you who cares the Czech republic i'll tell people you people care if i have something keen to say about 80s movies all right you want to pay attention to that produce yeah you want to be tuned in for that as well Connect maybe some sports i never give Mustard. out my secrets to that but, you know, who? Cares? my ruminations on human existence, ugh, snooze, boo, boring. I'm sorry what I've done to your show. Is it bottom five? No. Bottom ten?
2: It's not even on the bottom.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm on the top. Yeah, the it's, no,
2: it's, you're that, that good. <laughs>
3: Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just got it. I don't know what that means. I, I like to love a lady. I I'm going to apologize for making it's sweet love. a durable lover. Oh.
2: Do you have any produce thoughts lately that we should know?
3: Yeah, I'm disappointed, to be honest with you. And I'm not – you know what? I don't like to consider myself a man of great influence. But clearly when it comes to ranking fruits, um, I think my record speaks for itself. And I'm not going to pull any punches here. I'm going to challenge the produce makers, growers um, out there. 2013 I hailed as arguably the greatest fruit fruit year of my life, and 2014 has been a bitter disappointment, and I mean that figuratively and literally when it comes to the fruit. It's been bitter. It's not been strong. The fruit of the year was the Honeycrisp apple in 2013. Uh-huh. It has not appeared. It's gone out. Maybe it's been partying and you know enjoying its success. I understand that. That's a human kind of reaction, but you know what? Get with the program, Apple. Don't know if you've noticed, it's already in month five here. You know, time for fun and games has come and gone. Time to get serious. Pineapple, watermelon, strawberry, you're all on the hook right now. <laughs> Somebody's got to step up. I'm looking forward to the, to the peach. Peach is about to arrive in, in season, and that's a glorious time.
2: What's the worst time of the year for a fruit fancier?
3: Well, I would say the early months of the calendar year. Now, oranges have a nice little run early in the year in Southern California. But, you know, orange is fine. I have an orange tree. Maybe it's uh, too much of a good thing for me. I have an orange tree. I can go out anytime, pull one down and, uh, and enjoy its sweet nectar. And it is sweet. But, I mean, right now to say that, I mean, is an orange... You know, it, no. if orange the orange if no. the orange wins fruit of the year, then you know it was a bad year in fruit. You know, you understand yes, what I mean? It's, I like do. When the, it's like when the San Antonio Spurs win the NBA title. It's like, eh, really? All right, whatever. Allison was just saying that to me, like moments yeah. before the mic heated up. I bet it's crazy. Mm-hmm. She made the same
1: analogy:
2: peach versus nectarine. Go peach,
3: peach, peach. peach. But th- peach is an adult fruit too, because the nectarine, because the peach, it spooks a kid. It makes no sense. It's, like, so it's furry. Yeah, it's got you know, it's a, like a close cut uh, little uh, poodle doggy. You know, feels like ooh, that's unnatural. I shouldn't be eat- ingesting that, should I? Oh yes, you should. You know, but wait, how do I cut the skin? No, you don't cut the skin off. You and in- you-, you ingest that too.
2: You put peach ahead of nectarine.
3: Of course I do. Yes but I do.
2: Don't you find? I did.
3: I, I didn't even. I didn't even take a breath before I could say peach. I
2: know. White
3: peach, whatever you want. Sweet.
2: I don't want to anger you, but I I have to ask this.
3: Okay, tread lightly. Let me ask a question. I'd love to hear what Proops thinks about the nectarine. (laughs) On the edge of my seat for that one. Peach
2: and nectarines. Bitch,
3: when I see Proops, I'm going to turn his lights out. You know what? My dream now is that Proops and Holmes are in the same room and they stand next to each other, and I do one of those uh, those three Stooges kind of things, but instead of with an open hand, it'll be with a closed fist. The hammer will drop two two birds, one stone. Named Damashek's left hook.
1: Peach and I don't Nectarine. Know what any of that
3: means? You think but... you can reach Pete
1: Holmes with that left hook? I don't I'll think I, don't think I could. I...
3: Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I've never to... been in a fight. That's why it would be exciting to see what happens if I had to go to fisticuffs. How much of a dude am I now, Allison Rosen? I've never even so much as thrown fisticuffs. Well, that's not true. I once punched a boy in my, in my elementary school. We were on the bus ride home. No, that was middle school. On the bus home, and he was being sassy with me, and maybe I was doing the same with him. And he attempted to hit me, so I, uh, so I punched him. And on the bus, like he t- he tried to hit me or something, and so I struck him with a closed fist. I hit him on the jaw, mm-hmm. and it felt gross. Like, oh, I shouldn't that shouldn't happen. I shouldn't do that to another person. And that guy died. Really? Not of the, from the punch, but he passed away like four or five years later, for he got sick from something, and he died. He got he like, got terminally ill. Never punched another person since then.
2: Do you feel bad because you happened to punch him?
3: <sighs> I don't feel good about it. Real funny. Like? Have your fun, Allison Rose. I guess that's the kind of stuff that you and, and, and Proops and, and Joe Coy improvise and riff on, huh? right? That's what you guys do when I'm not here? When you have professionally funny people riffing, doing your improv, yes and? Bunch of crap. You know what? Too soon. How'd he die? I don't want to get into it. No, he, had, I don't know, he got sick from something. We, we weren't in the same school anymore, but I heard tale of his passing. And the first thing I thought of was, of course, I punched him once. <laughs> it's not funny at all, Gary. It's ridiculous. Not, we're not laughing. I don't <laughs> No one is. And that's, again, what she said. Oh, that's boy. what they all say.
2: Anyway, let's get back to the important stuff.
3: Yes, Peach we're going to play Ned a game
2: have a very similar flavor, right? It's just one's furry.
3: Yeah. It's the texture. Oh, good. That's what okay. it comes down yeah. to. It's kind so, of I,
2: like the golden retriever and Labrador of fruit.
3: You know what's no good because of texture? Banana. I don't like of a the banana. Mealiness. I, so the other one is beets. Kiwi. Beets.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I interview celebrities for Bon Appetit for their Bon Appetit Q and A. It's like a new. call. It's like their Proust questionnaire thing. Um, and surprisingly, beets have had a very poor run. Hmm. Cecily Strong hates beets. Chrissy Teigen hates beets. That. It may just be the two of them, but two in a row who hated beets.
3: It's a trend. It's a real trend. <laughs> a, I know, well, three would be a trend. Wait, Cicely Tyson?
2: No, Cecily Strong. Who's that from SNL? Hmm. Weekend Update.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's funny.
2: Mm-hmm. Very funny. Hates beets. Absolutely hates them.
3: Uh huh. Beets. I don't like. I, yeah, there's something of gross about that I, texture. I don't, I don't like, I like what them. The, who. The, like the them. word pomegranate. What is the business with the pomegranate when you eat them that it makes your teeth feel like they've been, like they have chalk on them? You know what I mean? That feeling? I do. There's I something the, else uh, that gives your
2: teeth that feeling. I don't like what? that. There's something else Get that really gives you pomegranate teeth. And I'm blanking on what it is, but it'll come back to me. I, I
3: think I'm going to eat you ever again, pomegranate. Think again. I, don't I like found that. out
2: that I've been eating pomegranates wrong my whole life, although I, now I forget what the correct way is. Oh, that you can actually eat the seeds. What do you mean?
3: Eat the sets? That's, that's the only thing you eat.
2: Well, I would like chew on them and then spit them out, and I never saw the point of
3: pomegranate. I, listen, I, you, you and I park our cars in the same garage on that because those all the effort to go into the, into the eating a pomegranate. It's what so do, you do you soak
2: the seeds and then you eat them, or something? The hell
3: do I know? I don't bother with it. And I'll tell you this: the other thing, it's a, uh, they they taste pretty good because of the old bay on them. But crawfish, I don't – I love drinking beer and I like I like eating foods that make me want to drink more beer and crawfish do that. But it's such an effort to get it. I Ugh, once ordered
2: I crawfish when I was in um, – I don't know where we were, like Lake George or something. And they they got there with all their little heads and I was like, I absolutely can't do this. I was trying to go – I feel like there's been a number of things in my life where I've been like, yeah, I'm a sport. Mm-hmm. I can do it. And then when it – like I was going to take my sister to get her ears pierced. My parents – Said she could, but they didn't want to take her or something. And I'm like, I'll do it because that somehow allowed made it so that they agreed. We got there and I was like, I absolutely cannot. I can't be here when she gets a hole punched in her ear, both of them. Um,
3: oh, so I mean, that's the, that's what we've discovered about Allison Rosen on today's podcast is, or maybe I'm late to the party. But you're squeamish. You don't like anything. You don't like you know, true detective. You can't watch. i can't squeamish. watch it's true. You can't watch an ear get pierced.
2: Mm-mm.
3: Wow, that's really. I can't.
2: I can't eat crawfish.
3: You know, when we talk about seafood, it reminded me of something that – because I recently had crawf I mean not crawfish. I went to a crawfish boil, but in fact they had crab legs and all that other stuff. And I, I was reminded, why does lobster – why do lobster and crab, they get so much credit for being delicious when in fact the real star in that equation is the drawn butter? There's not oh, yeah. anything you can't put in drawn butter that's not going to taste good. You can
2: put a shoe in it.
3: That's right. Yeah. My index finger tastes good when I dip it in the drawn butter, <laughs> mm-hmm. too. I, nobody hails my index finger is delicious.
2: And this is going to sound um, – this sounds like the kind of stuff that happens in the three of clubs. But <laughs> if you've ever been around like a caviar spread, yeah. the best part is not the caviar. It's the little thing that you put the caviar on and the lemon and the – like all the little accoutrements. I, I, I abandoned ship halfway through that word.
3: Is that what? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never, you know, I don't think I've ever had the caviar. Maybe I've tried it once or twice. I, but it's, it's like all
2: the fixins. <laughs> the caviar fixins are what's good about it more than the fish eggs, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. Bacon. But like if you get anything with bacon wrapped around it, it tastes good because bacon tastes good. But at least bacon gets the credit for that. Drawn butter. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Where's, 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 where is drawn butter and its promoters? You know, they're really missing out. This is dr- it's, I mean, it's like
2: a word of mouth kind of thing.
3: Well, hopefully we're spreading the word, but they're outside of my mother uh, who's still listening at this point.
2: Hi, Mo. All right. Just near everyone. Nate Partenheimer says cursive is a lazy, drunken way of script. It's the slurring of letters, yet it's held in a more fancy, higher regard than print. You're right. It is held in a higher regard. And I see what you're saying. It is lazy because you just have to – you just leave the pen on the paper.
3: Only if it's calligraphy. I long ago in fourth grade, I remember my teacher, he wrote in all capitals. Print, like an
2: architect? That's how And an I started right. to
3: do that and I, I never look back. I, don't, I, I really – my lowercase – How long did it take case,
2: you to write something though?
3: A while. That was uh, reason number 296 that uh, I couldn't keep up in college. I couldn't take notes quickly enough. But the other thing is – too And, well, uh, he's playing fast and loose. Yeah, it gets more credit if it's calligraphy, if it's Gary writing in his curse of no one's paying him money to do that on the wedding invitations that I didn't get um, from Allison's wedding. But um, the, the other thing is, too, is the cursive is a – oh, that was the question I had. Why do you suppose that women are uh, – generally speaking, it's the same thing with dancing. All women, even if they're not good dancers, for women, the the average female dancer. No, I don't mean professional on the TV shows. I'm talking about you go to a bar mitzvah party or whatever, you know, a wedding. The women are all better dancers from an early age. They're all good dancers. Why? Were you, are,
2: and were you gonna say they all have better handwriting?
3: And they all have beautiful, they all have lovely, oh, girly handwriting. Okay. Where does that, because nobody, I school doesn't teach girl that. handwriting versus guy handwriting. I
2: can't dance, and my handwriting is so terrible, it's illegible. Daniel can do calligraphy, like I'm, legitimate calligraphy. Is that right? Yeah, he's he's really artistic, so he's oh, well, really he's good with an all artist. that. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Are you are you writing something in all caps I'm, right I'm now?
3: I'm doing I'm doing calligraphy, trying to see if I can remember how to do it because I've never I haven't done it in many moons.
2: You once did calligraphy.
3: No, I mean cursive. cursive? I should say there. I just wrote your name.
2: You've misspelled it, but yes.
3: But I don't does have that one out? Look...
2: That's good. That looks good.
3: I want to see yours now. Now you write. Okay. Write my name in cursive, or write your name in cursive underneath it, and let's see whose is lovelier.
2: You want me to write it in lovely style or write it how write I write it? Write it how you write. Write it.
3: Right in your curse of writing. I want to see how but you do. Because girls all have that, no, right? No, but
2: you know you don't understand. My writing has become horrible. All right, go ahead. Okay. I'm writing right now.
3: Illegible. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh, I know. That's funny because that's exactly what my signature looks like.
2: <sighs> S- pronounce what I wrote, Dave.
3: It's impossible. You and I both do the same thing.
2: W- yours looks like old
3: Olb. yours looks like yours looks like alison your yours looks like claire
2: <laughs> i know it's gotten terrible i can't even read my own notes anymore so i need to slow down
3: it's terrible but part we of should it should be ashamed i Handwriting know, experts would say you and i both have low self-esteem
2: i guess i think it's that i'm trying to write quickly People who have nice writing, do they take forever to write something?
3: I don't know, but it is an interesting to thing. I apologize for
2: anyone that asked me to sign anything for what I wrote.
3: Women, but did you have your peers in like fourth grade or whatever? Did they teach you? Because girls all have that like bubble kind of
2: Oh, my writing too. used to look good. and I But I remember when I put time into it looking good. Isn't
3: that a weird thing?
2: Yeah. Hmm.
3: It yeah. was
2: important for it to look good at a certain point.
3: Who's, who are better artists, men or women? Because it's the same – I, I would be inclined to guess. Have we learned from Corolla not to make judgments like that? <laughs> well, but you know, like I say, women are better. Women are better dancers, which is ironic when you consider that the average male athlete is oh, right. superior to the average female athlete. Even a good, even a pretty good high school female athlete looks like a girl playing basketball, whereas the average male athlete looks. You know, capable throwing a ball or whatever. They don't look awkward doing it, but it flips when they go out and dance, which is a, an ostensibly athletic move. You know, to be dancing, wouldn't shouldn't that transfer? But no, it does not. Cursive, Very cursive writing, women do better. Artwork, do men do that better or no? They're more famous male I don't know. male painters. Right? I don't
2: know. Yeah, I think there are.
3: Ah, what the hell do I know? This is the worst show you've ever done, Allison. Bar none. Mandy
2: Brown none. says, I double up on toilet seat covers if the bathroom is extra gross. The problem with toilet seat covers is that they just wick up the moisture so fast that I feel like two is no different than one as soon as you sit down.
3: Here's a, here's a pro tip as a man who recently started wearing makeup. Okay. Because I oh. when I go on the TV, they do it. If you are dewy because it's hot outside and you get a little dew going on your brow with all that makeup on, you know what they do? They use, they have these things that are the Oil same. Oil blotting
2: papers, yeah. But,
3: that, but it's made out of the toilet seat covers. And they I said did not in know a, that. They said in a pinch you can use a toilet seat cover and it'll do the exact same thing on your face.
2: I didn't even know that. Thank you for that wonderful tip.
3: I would love to be there when Alison Rosen dabs her brow with, uh, with a, toilet a toilet seat, seat cover. cover.
2: Jason Dix says, I'm unnerved by all the bumpy shit under my tongue yeah
3: arguably i mean uh, you know outside of cutting yourself open to see your your intestines spill out, I mean if things that are visible without doing that uh i'd arguably the ugliest you know couple of inches on the whole a square inch or so on on the whole body right right wow, well, yeah I mean, let's think about that. Is that the ugliest part of the body not knowing now listen, you're an alien. So you don't know what comes out of some of the orifices. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to color what you think about those. But if you just had to look at them, wouldn't you say the under the tongue is the ugliest part of your body?
2: Or would you say like the uvula back there?
3: Mm, no, the back I'm going under, under the tongue. tongue. That's gross. It looks like a tomato. It looks like when you cut open a tomato. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. It like, wait a second, put swabby. that back. Put it back. It's not done cooking yet. You know, yeah. that's how it looks. You're right. It's they didn't finish the looking. under part of the tongue.
2: Yeah. You're right.
3: Is that your ugliest feature, would you say?
2: The underside of my tongue, hands down.
3: Really? Probably. I've heard, uh, I don't want to tell who told me this, but I heard it wasn't so much ugly as funny about something about Gary, but I don't want to tell anything else about that's. I don't care. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No, what? No, it's just something, somebody who got to know Gary, if you know what I mean.
2: (laughs) I don't know what you mean. That's all.
3: I mean, know him. Right. You know what I mean? Like Without the, clothes. Yeah. yeah and and so
2: you, say. what's funny? Wow.
1: What's going to be funny is the conversation I have to have with my girlfriend after this fucking
3: hideous lie goes out over the air.
2: <laughs> that will be funny. Starting,
3: McCona- start, start, start that's, a, that's a fun game to play Freep. that everybody should do. See if you can in your workplace. You should put yourself see, on the jerk list. See if, you, see if you can start a rumor around the workplace. And see if it comes back around without you pushing it. Tell it to one person and see if you can get something that is works. Baseless. Almost it works almost every time. <laughs> see if you can do it. It's great fun when it comes back to you. You'll never be more delighted. You'll but never ha- be more what, pleased than what? when, when your when your nonsense comes back to get you.
2: Comes back meaning like someone says to Gary, says to Gary, like, "Hey, what's up with the da da da?"
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like what? Yeah, did did you hear about the? Uh, you're about the Gary's who was Sheck, Wang? Who is Sheck talking about? Gary's Wang? Did you? I mean, did I hear that, you know. <laughs> Although that might not be as appropriate in the workplace, depending on what you do for a living. Maybe not.
2: <laughs> Ellen McConnell Hope says-
3: If Roger Goodell came up to me and brought that up, I would be like, I think this is out of bounds. Commissioner <laughs> of the NFL. Thank you. Cool. I
2: actually, I think I knew that. Um, actually, wink when typing a wink emoticon or emoji. Just me everyone. No, I don't do that. I don't oh, wink no. very often.
3: Well Actually, well, first of all, yeah, who uses a well? I, you no, know, I'm saying in
2: real life, I don't, I don't, I find myself winking because I would.
3: It's a I, creepy move, winking creepy. at somebody. And I've I, never had a woman wink at me. I don't think I had a, a women Spanish, don't wink.
2: Yes, my Spanish teacher. Really, I just slurred when I said that. My Spanish that, teacher would wink at students. Well, if you Not were a lady,
3: a, if you were a lady at a bar, and I winked at you, would you like that, or would you be repelled by it? Do I know you? Are you well, I can't believe you even have to think about that. That would be (laughs) I don't think the wink works anymore as anything but
1: a joke. Like Chris and I (laughs) will wink at each other like in the middle of this show just to see if like we get caught by Jenna or Allison or somebody. We never have, (laughs) yeah. Wink at the way, I I was a joke, you know? It's like I would never I would never actually do that to somebody I didn't know. Like I might jokingly do it at a girl I knew across a bar, but I would never do it at a stranger, like Hey, how you doing? I like what I'm looking at. I love
3: like, that. I like that also, but it's socially acceptable to give people a thumbs up, you know? Yeah. I think that like you can see somebody and like give them a thumbs up or, but it would be cool if we could bring back the okay. You don't see the okay oh, yeah, as much the okay anymore. Okay like,
2: you don't. Cause it okay.
3: Hey, like, Okay. But anyway, you're right. no. Everything you should, this is just
2: a thumbs up is, has replaced the AOK. You
3: shouldn't do if you're a man. You shouldn't be. I, I've I've scolded people, and I'm not one who plays by those rules. Of like, men shouldn't be this, and women should be that. I wish I could be a great dancer. I, I mourn the fact that I have no dancing ability. I, if I did, I would dance to and fro here, there, and everywhere. I don't have it though. Men though should not be using emoticons. That's weird. What, what, what's you can't uh, you can't find words. To express yourself, I don't like that. It's the easy way. Talk about the easy way out. That's the easy way out. Emoticon. I was
2: super anti emoticon for a really long time, but I've recently come around.
3: Really? I, yeah,
2: not the little winky face or anything, but the emojis on Meaning your phone. Do you have an iPhone?
3: Yeah, I don't know what that means. But
2: really, anyway. yeah, with the time as opposed emotic- to like the
1: the ones you make with punctuation ones. marks. They're like actual smiley faces that look like a picture.
3: Eh, no need.
2: No. Look at now—you're
3: even yawning. I'm so boring. No, Go it's ahead. not
2: that. No, I have a yawning problem. I need to talk to a therapist about it or something. I don't know what's going on. I've been having trouble not yawning on podcasts lately, and some some dickhead was like, "You need to show people more respect," and blah blah blah, and like, da, da, da. it's like I it's involuntary.
3: <laughs> I can't Who help it. You?
2: Some dickwad.
3: Oh, on so, the social media. Yeah, you're you still know you still don't like the social media. You don't like interacting with the peeps.
2: No, I, I do. Love it.
3: But when when they when they get mad at you, I that's the like best that. thing. When they hate you,
2: you like that? I've, we've
1: had this Chuck discussion. Was, was I, I love a it. Good old time with the uh, Adam Carolla Show Twitter account when I announced he was coming on as a guest host, and people started hating on him. It, well, he was having a good time fucking with you. Those like people.
3: that? I, I, yes, it's fun to do that. Well, who are those to, people? To, who are they? I know.
2: Who? I need to adopt an attitude of gratitude.
3: <laughs> Just I mean, listen. I need to. Um, direct uh, the uh, producer types uh executive types go too far with the one of the one of the best and worst realizations it would seem to me is that pe- is that executive types who have to make talent calls Will, uh, will often cite the line in the Howard Stern book and then movie about, you know, they the people who love them, they listen for an hour. What about the people who hate them? They listen for two hours, which, by the way, must be pretty faulty. I feel like uh, that's
2: made up. Testing,
3: maybe it is. But the point is, is that what you want to be is a lightning rod in either I direction. Know. You want to elicit some sort of a reaction from people and people always dislike what they don't know. And so that's going to elicit a reaction but initially. But The is
2: polarizing. The, the people who love it, Love it's it. the
3: greatest. So yeah, all you want is like, wait, who? Wait, I don't know who that was. What do you mean? You? I mean, funnier for people to. It's amusing, isn't it? The, the people, the people, take time out of your drawing, be be, uh, draw, uh, drawing uh, such ire from people. I. Uh, it's. I mean, the first. The first six weeks I was exposed to that when I went well, – the first thing was the Corolla radio show, however long ago that was. That was, a, that was surprising. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People write letters of hate? Yeah. Well, how, how devastating. But, you know, then it, it's terrific. It's funny to interact with those people. Generally speaking – I need Generally
2: to keep you speaking, around more so, so that ahead. I can uh, remind myself of that because oftentimes I just feel like this is how I feel about them. Hey, hey. <laughs>
3: Fuck yourself. Yeah, that's right. And you know, think about it this way. You don't like sports, but they I I don't I'm not much of a tennis person. But the thing is with the, the some of those uh tennis players can serve the ball, you know, like 120 or 140 miles an hour, and the apparently the way to return that is just put the racket head on it and yeah. it return the, the the power of that just pushes it right back at them with pace. Same thing. Just all you have to do is it, you know, it's just, it. It, it kind of works too. I get a lot of I get a lot of emails if I denounce somebody for you know being racist or or homophobic, a public figure like happened in L.A. with the with the owner of the That's Clippers, true. and you know guys, football players have end bombed and stuff. You, I I'm not making any. Some people will attack me. Well, oh, you you love free speech until you disagree with it. No, no, no. I'm all for all free speech. Why? Because people. In fact, Obama said that uh, a little while ago too. People want to people want to use their words to humiliate themselves. Terrific. That's I'm, I'm all for it. People will expose themselves as morons. Don't shrink from that. Celebrate it. It's terrific if they're if they're morons who take time to write you letters. Now the only one that hurts, and it is one in a thousand, not one in a million, but one in a thousand though. Is intelligent, and that might hurt your feelings. Now I am an intelligent person, and here's why you're not good. That might cut, but that will never happen. That that will it's very few all, and far between. They're boobs.
2: Mark Budzinski says, "I hope that one day I can master the skill of choosing the appropriate size Tupperware container for leftover food." Mm. Yes, I'm not good with that.
3: Yeah. Spatial I'm good relations. at spatial stuff. You I'm are, good at the spatial stuff. But that Tupperware is a bit of a kryptonite for me. Yeah.
2: Are you good with those puzzles where it shows like a box or something unfolded? And it's like, if you fold this up, which panel will be on the top?
3: Yeah, I, I did well I really on uh, I did well on my, um, you know, when they would give you IQ tests in school, I would always do well on those because of because a lot of it is that spatial. sense, right. Not learned stuff. Yeah. If you have to learn it from a teacher, then that, I was out. That didn't work out as well. Mm-mm.
2: I was always I was good with the verbal and the math stuff. But those puzzles, I just look at them and I'm like The oh. Math.
3: See, math is I no not, good. I don't think of
2: myself as good at math, but I score on my PSAT and SAT I scored higher on math than verbal. Which is weird because I'm her, not a math person. I
3: resent math as we've talked about too. Yeah. But I like I just resent math though too, because there's only one answer.
2: Right. That's that's how it works, yeah.
3: It's unsatisfying. The answer is already there. Someone's already done it. Now all you have to do yeah, is repeat no trailblazing. their work. That's right. That really is true. I don't like math because it's not like, hey, how can you beat the system here and saw and figure this thing out? No, no, no. It's just uh, yeah, just repeat mm-hmm. the formula we taught you. Plug these numbers in to do it, and then you'll get the correct answer. No, thanks. Yeah, that requires me bullshit. studying it, speaking, and I don't want to.
2: Speaking of numbers, Dave Geske says. When I picked my favorite number as a kid, it, it correspond. We it, say It always corresponded to the age I was. No, for, for example, five.
3: Who has a favorite number? <sighs> Do you?
2: I mean, no, but it's something that I at times have had.
3: Favorite number. I twelve. understand it as a ball player. Then you have to like I twelve, but it's not. Ba- that's weird. I, I have know, a
2: favorite of everything. I remember asking my sister, "What's your favorite, left or right?" Wow. You should just. I just like to. I just like to parse the word. i mean you as if someone who makes lists and fruit, i, I no, hear I, I,
3: I do it but it's specific to sports like i'll tell and this fruit. will be lost on you but gary i would say what's the best number there's a number that's cool in all four of the major sports that looks good in all four of the major sports
1: i'd need a little bit more time to think about this but it's got to be somewhere in the teens right seven Okay, seven looks argue, great it's a good quarterback
3: nine. number it's a great winger number i would yeah. argue nine's a solid number too not as good not
1: as good seven, seven is seven
3: think about seven this way it's like an arrowhead pointed skyward that's where you're headed if you if you got me on your team seven you see a seven yeah we know it's what a seven looks like Shaq. all right well allison looks like she's thinking well, about because it because so where's an the
2: sky heads.
1: up the but
3: arrowhead pointed is pointed to up the right well i mean yeah
1: it's not a perfect science, Allison. Yeah, it's not, not straight up. We're
3: not, we're not going. We're not going all the way. We're going. We're going into the horizon, but up. Because you
2: know what's where really, we're headed is over there. You know what's really an arrow one uh, with the with the, if it has the serif.
3: I suppose, but that's very arrogant. But what else that's is new with Allison Rosen? Arrow.
2: <laughs> that's an arrow head.
3: Yeah, but it's grounded by its base. You're right. Seven, no base.
2: How do you feel about the It's like the, the doors. Seven? It's the
3: doors of numbers. We don't need a base.
2: <laughs> Benjamin June says, just mirror everyone. Have a tiny panic attack when you find a cobweb in your car. Oh, yeah, because that means there's a spider somewhere in the car. No. Nah. Really?
3: Do I freak out when I see a spider web? No. You're, in about, the car? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I haven't had that experience. Yeah, Almost. I don't
1: think I've ever had a spider web. Where are you parking, sir?
3: Kind of, yeah, what... <laughs> Somewhere where
2: there's a spider in You relate car.
3: to this because yeah. you've had one? Mm-hmm. I remember once on that show, remember when they fixed your ride or whatever they called it? Pimp, Pimp, my, ride. Pimp my ride. Pimp my ride. They once found a car that had a rat. Yeah. Now man. that's bad news.
2: I ha- Yes. I had snails under my hood.
3: Ugh. Uh-huh. How'd that happen? I don't
2: know. My parents' house, for some reason, there's just like a lot of nature and vegetation around their house. And so the, there were mice under my the hood of my sister's car, and there were snails in my car, and uh, just pretty sure that's when the cobweb happened.
3: The house, the uh, my house now, uh, in the mo- in most mornings, there's a um, tree rat, which somehow is. Uh,
2: not the same as a rat
3: i apparently that's what i was told no this this rat just why wants who? to the jump rat? up in your trees yeah this one just wants to be up and it. it has no interest in coming in it just it, it it lives off the fruit and that's why it sticks around your house cuz cuz of the fruit trees. trees it just stays up there but almost uh every morning i can hear him hit the hit the roof of uh of uh the room and and Run across the room. And that
2: doesn't bother you? It
3: makes me crazy. But then yeah. I feel like, listen, at some point you got to, you know, Deal. Be, a, be a fella already. Can't be. But, you know, if it ever comes into the house, I'm moving.
2: <laughs> Good.
3: A rat in your house. Blah.
2: Lisa says, while at church, I always get nervous during prayer that I'm closing my eyes for too long, like some crazy lone prayer. Um, I don't have this, but I, could re- I can relate to it. Because I'm always afraid that I'm doing something different than what someone else is doing. It's like, yeah.
3: So for you and me who aren't religious people, you know, it's the same as going to a Halloween party. Am I over-preparing? Yeah. Am I under-preparing? Am I over-praying? Am I under-praying?
2: All right. As a non-religious person, when people pray, what do you do?
3: Oh, a service of some sort? I don't, don't do that thing.
2: Th- yeah, I don't do that thing where I, like, keep my eyes open and make a big point of it. Like, look, you guys, I'm not doing the thing that you're doing. I just kind of go along with it. Yeah, I Sometimes just kind of I'll my head, sort of I have down. my eyes open if I'm a little curious to see what's going on because sometimes you, you can buy yourself some time to look around when people everyone, – everyone else has their head down. But there are people I've seen who are like, I am a conscientious objector to what's going on and that I feel like is a little strident. A
3: little yeah, much. I hear you on that. I don't know. It's an in-between. As a kid, I always thought that it was somehow sacrilegious to when they would say if I was at somebody's – what would I be in a church for? I was their in a wedding. Why did I have to go to church a few times when I was a kid?
2: I, I don't know. I did too. And then
3: they would call for you to go on your knees and I felt like, well, that's taboo. You can't go. You can't be doing that. You can't be. I'm watching Hulu. I'm not doing no taboo religious business. Huh. I remember
2: I went to a Mormon church with my friend and I didn't know whether to take the sacrament or not and i can't remember if i did.
3: What's that? The wafer?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: no. I I've never come anywhere close to that. I remember thinking in in when we in elementary school and you'd have the singing class or mm-hmm. the the song sure. class gather around. I love that. Um oh you did.
2: You did not. Ugh,
3: i hated it. They it. it's terrible. I wanted
2: my own auto harp. harp.
3: Well, no we no like not not instrument class, singing class. Like, you know, the teacher sits at the piano yeah, and no, plays I know. songs. I remember at christmas time when she would play Silent Night. And you know, Christ the Savior is Lord. I remember I would not sing that line because I thought, like, well, that's not right. I shouldn't wow. be singing that because that's not my religion. So I wouldn't sing it. Did you
2: have like equal time for well a Dreidel song?
3: You know, the no, the wor- Yeah, it was the worst. About two thirds of the way through the holiday class is when the month running up to Christmas time. About two thirds of the way through, I was the only Jew, mm-hmm. and the teacher she would say. She would say, "Now it's time to sing a song for David," and the whole and the class would go like, "Ah!" And it would be and it would be it wasn't it wasn't even the Dreidel song, which is catchy. It was that one Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come light the menorah, let's have a party, we'll all. And the bridge to that song is weird too. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. Remember that terrible song.
2: Mm-hmm. And they all had to do it just for you?
3: They all were doing it through gritted teeth.
2: Kurt Green says, and this is the last one, when I read a car recall news story, I'm disappointed when my car isn't included. Just mirror everyone. And then he said I was close, <laughs> and then something with the Volvo and Toyota. I was close today on... My, oh, there was a recall on the Volkswagen Toyota. Toyota. Um, no, I'm relieved when I'm not on the recall list.
3: I have thought about... Um I sometimes weirdly root that somebody crashes into me on the freeway so that my car will be totaled and then I get a new car. But then I feel like, well, what if, you know.
2: What if you bring it on yourself by rooting for it?
3: Well, I did once toy with the idea. My friend in Chicago, my car, I had to get rid of my car and, and uh, he offered. He said, I can make the car disappear. I can have friends come and, you know, take it and it got stolen and then you'll get, you know, the insurance for it.
2: So you have a friend who's a criminal.
3: Uh, I don't know if that's his trade per se. Maybe it's just one of his passions, but right. uh, but I, I didn't take him up on it.
2: That's honest.
3: Yeah, I uh, I'm trying to think though. Back to what's the worst thing I ever put my mother through? What's the worst thing you ever put your mother through?
2: Oh gosh, um... I bet
3: yours is worse than mine. I didn't come within fifty yards of a girl, so that had nothing to do with any. I was a it up. pretty.
2: I think I was a pretty good kid. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think. I mean, there were a couple, like, there was one time that I got home and, and this was, I was in, a, I was, I had graduated college and I got home and she was sitting up at the table and she was like, had been freaking out because she thought I was missing and she like called my friends or something. And then, but, I'm like, Mom, I called. She's like, oh, you did? Like I called to say I was going to be late. But she was asleep when she got the call and she had forgotten and then she woke up and like panicked. Um, In fairness, it was – at that time of my life, like it was a tough time of my life. A friend of mine had just died. So I was in mourning. So I think that she –
3: Did you punch her? No. 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 No, not at all. You don't want that personal hell Uh that I've gone through. Sarah, I'm sorry. I interrupted your – So
2: she thought that maybe I was so depressed that I had like got into a car accident or something like that. Mm. I mean she was – she was worried about me in general. But um, that is not anything I put her through because I had called. So you punched your mother?
3: No. I was referring back to when I punched the boy who died. Oh, yeah. That was a bad callback. The – but, and then it's funny because then the other side of it is what Gary's parents did to him. Well, not intentionally, but with that crazy wang. It was, <laughs> it's apparent. I've never seen it. I wonder it. if it's a family thing. I've, you never, know? I've never seen it, but I mean, the stories. I know. I mean, the, my
2: thing is like it just it can't be true, right? Everything you hear, I, I, it's, it can't really be true. If it's true,
3: I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. It's embarrassing for him. It's not something to laugh about, it's unfortunate.
2: Like an but embarrassment of riches.
3: It's sort of like the recall thing, you know, your car getting recalled. Like, oh, I wish I, well, all things being equal, I'm glad I, it's not me, you know? Yeah. So that's how I feel about Gary's Wang. Glad I don't have it. And I've never even seen it, but from what I've heard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at your misfortune.
2: You know who's not laughing? Who's that? Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe smiling a tiny bit, but not, not really enjoying this.
3: Okay, so so, bald Brian, so what we've learned is Bald Brian has a big head. Gary's Wang. I don't want to. I don't know. I'm talking about the head of Gary's Wang. That's not my business. That's telling no. tales out of school. That's right. And they're third hand at that. Although a couple of people have said the same thing. But anyway.
2: But you know what you need, Dave?
3: Tell me about it.
2: Here's the thing. If you find yourself with unwanted body hair, perhaps a furry face, Maybe you
3: just want I'm wanna, a man. I have fur. So what? I'm maybe, swarthy.
2: You are swarthy. And maybe you'd like to remove some of that swarthiness. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying perhaps that it's something that's...
3: I could use a fix-up. Let's be honest.
2: I am trying to be, okay? Um, you need the no-no pro. Don't waste your money on expensive laser hair removal or waxing, which is messy, painful, expensive. You need the No-No Pro. It is a little device. It's portable. It's about the size of a cell phone. You glide it along your skin. It removes hair painlessly. And this is why I love the No-No Pro because it truly is painless. They said it's painless, and I said, no, no, no. Not even intending a pun there. I said, uh-uh. I feel pain even where there isn't any. That's hmm. my thing. I'm a wimp, and I'm squeamish. We discussed it. But I tried it, and it literally – I did not even feel it. And uh, the No-No Pro is 35% stronger than before. And before, there was like this little opaque panel. uh, So when you used it, you could not – you knew it was working, but you couldn't literally see it working. You couldn't see the little thing that touches your hair uh, making it go away. But now it's a clear panel, so you can see it.
3: Mm. Just like those. I like that. That's satisfying when you can see it. It is satisfying.
2: Exactly. It's sort of like a restaurant where the kitchen is open. Yeah. And when you get the Nono Pro, you get a travel case that lets you place your unit and your charger all in one place. You get weeks of long-lasting results. Nono Pro works on all skin types, all hair colors, and is safe and effective for both men and women. Uh, So Gary wishes he could
3: do that with his unit. (laughs) <laughs> and he can't.
2: No, but you can. There's a special exclusive offer for you guys, my listeners. Go to Pro Best Friend. No-No Pro Best Friend or call 800-336-1665. 800-336-1665. Uh, here's what you get in the special offer. You get the exclusive facial... Well, you get the No-No Pro device. You get the exclusive facial kit so you can use it not only on your body but also to remove facial hair. Special travel case. You order, if you order online, you get a free gift card and the entire purchase is backed by NoNo's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try No-No today. Call for details, terms, and conditions may apply dave damashek thank you so much for being on my show oh
3: allison what a delight the hat trick is now complete and i enjoyed it well i i I feel bad i really do i sincerely feel like it was not a very good show but it was my part you asked the you know your usual good hosting questions and all that stuff unfortunately i was a vacant chair
2: that's not true you're so hard on yourself
3: that's what she said.
2: Is it just so that people will build you back up? Is that your thing? Is that what no, you do? No,
3: it really isn't. I know that. I know that trick, and I've watched people do it. It's really um, annoying when uh, they do it. Yes, no, that is not what I seek here. I know, I know. I know what the truth is. You understand? Not somebody on social media. What is I a good show for you? Like when, a
2: nonstop fruit talk?
3: No, when my batting average is high, you know, I can tell when I. I can tell when I do well. I can. Uh, you know, I'm no. I'm no fool. I, you
2: th- and you think you are you have a good ability to assess that? Yes. Because mine's, uh, mine's can be on and it's sometimes off.
3: The only reg- – no, yeah, I can definitely tell if I've done – I can tell when I've done badly is what I can tell. And I can tell I didn't do well today. That's so not true I apologize true, though. to you. I apologize to Gary. I apologize to his bizarre wang. And I apologize <laughs> to the listeners. And I apologize to – the club Pete, of threes I was gonna say or three of clubs, and I wish them all the best as they both reach the four of whatever. Can't imagine there's going to be a four-leaf clover in Damoshek's future on the show. No,
2: there afterwards. will be. But you know what? If we're going to do that, then do we have to add a fourth person and have quickly have them mm. get up to speed?
3: Oh, that's an interesting thought. I heard you had uh, the deaf rat guy in here. I did. Point. Yeah, how'd that go? Great. Did they go well? <laughs> no. It didn't go well.
2: Um, it depends what you wanted out of it. If you wanted to hear me be frustrated by someone who would not answer any questions but was sort of doing bits but I couldn't tell if they were bits or not, then that's a show for you.
3: Weird. If he's, you one ho- of the, he, he's in the top three most deeply funny human beings I've ever been in an office with. I say I don't like to interview funny people, but one of the great pleasures is – the oh. other side of that is I've seen – you know, people always say that the, the the you know the story, the 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 way people regard Los Angeles. Oh, everybody's phony. Everybody's a bad person out there. All that kind of stuff. My experience has been around those comedy writer people. Delightful because they're all smart and funny people. They're great fun to to be around. He I being love one him. of them. Josh no, Gardner. I, I do love
2: him, and I'm worried that he'll hear what I just said and he'll feel bad about it. I love Josh Gardner. I I. Genuinely. Like I think he's great. I think he's funny. The interview was weird for me because I just – did. I couldn't tell if he was being serious. I couldn't – like I think he was doing bits and I didn't realize he was or I wasn't sure or I wished he wasn't. Hmm. Um, I don't exactly know how I could – if he was doing bits, which he kind of was but kind of wasn't, I don't know how I could have rolled with it better.
3: Do you like people on your show doing bits or do you like to get to know the real whoever?
2: I prefer to get to know the real whoever. I see.
3: So no wisecrack. Well, no, no,
2: well, no. I like – but I like – like I think you do great on the show.
3: Well, well I was just going to say that's uh, – if you if you don't like the wiseacre funny stuff, then this last 60 minutes or so has been for you. Not on your part. You've said some no, funny I, things. No, I – All right. I'm not asking for your compliments. I know, I know when I didn't do well and I oh, didn't boy. think this was my best work. That's all. I
2: think it was great. I feel like we got to know you a little more. We got the seventy-five fifty thing happening.
3: Yeah, right. Set well 75 25. Cuz how could it be that math doesn't work out? It'd be 125%. No. Somebody who can, claims to be so good at math knows that you can only go up to 100%. But Allison Rosen thinks that you can go up to 125. That's weirder than Gary's wang almost any day of the week. You
2: take up 75% of the conversation to communicate 50% of the content. Ah!
3: All right. I stand corrected.
2: Thank you. Dave Damashek. People can find you on Twitter at Dave Damashek.
3: At Damashek.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Because I don't need a first name. Don't you know who I am?
2: I forgot for a second.
3: I don't need to give you a first name.
2: Where else should they go for you?
3: That's a good place, at Damashek. And then uh, if you're a football aficionado, I encourage you to go to NFL.com slash Damashek or slash Shek, S H E K, I should say.
2: All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps a nectarine or a peach, something to keep them in, uh, click through the banner on my website. Click through the Amazon banner on my website at AlisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show immensely, more than you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking through on Amazon. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. And we have a special bonus episode available recorded live at the L.A. Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, one of the club of the, the three of clubs.
3: Whatever the and hell are And some we're of the Thursday it.
2: show was there. Um, the majority of, of them, actually. So you need that. And it's $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Let Dave know that he was really good no, on this show. I'm not
3: asking for your, for your patronizing. Or
2: don't. Okay, love you guys. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show?
0: We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison and Show. and roads and shows
2: Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by Nono. To get your Nono and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815.